Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet Mark Cucuzella, three-time Super Bowl winner Michael Lombardi, and Dr. Tom O'Brien. You'll be inspired by all of these authors to live better by embracing your dreams and focusing on your health. Plus, discover why one author finds nicknames essential. Enjoy. This is Dr. Mark Cucuzella, author of Run For Your Life. I think what really inspired me to write this book was for the next generation and the kids who are going to inherit the poor health that I'm now seeing every day as a doctor. When you look around you, you know, today's children are actually going to be the first generation to live shorter and sicker than their parents. You know, and that's beyond belief since we're spending in this country. You know, now it's like, gosh, I think the average per capita medical spending is nearing $10,000 per person in America compared to other countries with hugely higher health statistics, you know, that spend maybe 3000 per person. So it really is up to us, and it's up to the community to make these changes. It's not going to happen in a medical office. It's kind of bottom-up, and this is systems-level healthcare change and health change. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be... <laughs> I think that's how some of my sentences trailed off, you know, when I kind of lost the word. <laughs> Scott, who was my savior for this process, adapted to that and got me back on track. So thank you, Scott. We got it done with an hour to spare before my train. Gosh, uh, particularly <laughs> anything that had that literally, you know, any kind of word like that, I just could not say, you know, I just couldn't do it. Sometimes I had to actually change the word. After about 20 stumbles on a lily word, you know, I just was done with it. I walked away from the microphone. So do not make me say any word with an L-Y at the end ever again. It'll bring back nightmares. I guess I'm proud I got through it. We had three days to do this. I've never narrated a book. You know, I've done podcasts and certainly a lot of lectures where you're kind of talking at people and showing slides and maybe doing some Q&A. But to narrate, gosh, what, 330 pages in three days, you know, it was all about pace. You know, I was getting a little worried after the first day when I looked at our page count. You know, it's kind of like a marathon. Okay, so 6 p.m. on Friday is the finish line. And you know, are, are we good at the 10K mark? You know, are we good at the half marathon mark? And I think we caught up on the second day and got a little ahead of pace, which is probably good for this process. But for a marathon race, that might not be a good idea because then you bonk at the end. So, yeah, I think we did good. We paced it out. And, yes, it's a Friday now at 5 o'clock, and I'm about an hour before my train, 20 minutes to Penn Station by foot. We'll be good. Gosh, you know, I think it'd be really cool if Elvis were alive and he could come back and narrate this. I'm not sure if any of y'all remember that song, Are You Lonesome Tonight? And he's got many versions of that song where he'll break into this kind of just chatty stuff in the middle of the song, which seemed to babble. He'd say stuff like, all the world's a stage and we are merely players. And then he'd pause and just talk about something else. And he'd ramble. Elvis is not here, but I would love Elvis to narrate my book. I love audiobooks. I've probably listened to 40 or 50 of them while running. You know, I'll go out on a trail and put on an audiobook and kind of get lost. I actually look forward to going out on runs when I'm in the middle of a good book. You know, one was Shoe Dog. I just finished that one recently. That was the story of Phil Knight 
and Nike. Even though I'm not like a big fan of Nike shoes, the story's amazing. Just about, you know, one man, you know, going against the grain and building a company and a culture. And he changed the world. You know, I mean, just look at people now out exercising and out moving and out challenging themselves, you know, because of Nike and their message, you know, just do it. The book is a great read or listen. The other one that I really like, and it was narrated so well, is Boys in the Boat. You know, that was the story of the 1936 University of Washington crew team that went to Germany and beat the Germans with all the odds stacked against them. So I won't ruin the story. You, you got to listen to the book. But I love the one quote. I think it's from the second to the last chapter. I've used this thought before races. This is how the quote goes. When your everyday strength is gone, you can draw on a mysterious reservoir of power far greater. Then it is that you can reach for the stars. That is the way champions are made. George Yeoman Pocock to the boys in the boat. Hi, this is Michael Lombardi. Recording my audiobook was way harder than I ever thought. Even though I wrote the book and I was part of this book for the last year of my life, reading what I wrote was harder because sometimes I felt like I was going faster because I knew the sentences and I was putting in or taking out words. So it was much harder than I ever expected. What inspired me most was that I felt like I was blessed by being around some incredibly talented people in the NFL. And I wanted to give back by showing what I learned from those talented people. And this is a book that I've always wanted to write. I've always felt the title of the book because I worked for two guys named Bill. Bill Walsh and Bill Belichick, that the title was the Bill of Rights, basically their principles in tenfold. But that didn't really flow as well. The motivation behind this book was to send out what I learned in my career and what I keep learning in my career. And hopefully some young kid growing up in some small beach town reads this and wants to chase his dream like I did in the NFL. And he will read this book and know that he can accomplish that as well. I've been living in a spell check generation, and I got to tell you, I love spell checker. It's the greatest tool ever because I was a failed speller in high school, grade school, but pronouncing words is even more difficult. And I think anybody who listens to my podcast, I typically butcher names. In fact, one of the things we used to do when I was in the league with Belichick was nickname players because sometimes their last names were way too hard to pronounce. So we just gave them nicknames to make it easier for us. So I think the over and under on how many mistakes I made pronunciation-wise was way too many, and I'm thankful to the producers of this audiobook to help me. I don't know what I'm proud of yet. I think to me that I got through it was the most enduring quality. I think my butt from sitting here for this long has reminded me that discipline and patience is a great virtue. So I think my discipline and patience and reminding myself to go slow was what I'll cherish the most. You know, having written the book and read the book numerous times, by reading it out loud, I thought the section about Walsh and the West Coast offense generation was really interesting, again, for me to read. I thought the Belichick week of game planning for the New England game versus the Baltimore Ravens in a playoff game in 2014 was also really very moving. And I just kind of felt as the end of the book became clearer to me, even the futuristic football chapter, I think became more interesting when I read it again. My father always played music for us when we went to sleep. 
So that I remember more than anything. But words have always interested me, and I've always been fascinated by writers. And frankly, if you come into my home, there are no autographed jerseys in my home, but there are a lot of autographed books. I've always liked writers, and I wanted to be a writer. And I hope this book sets me on a course to call myself an author, not just a writer. I love audiobooks. Robert Gottlieb's Avid Reader is one that I think I could go back and listen to again. Gottlieb was an editor. He edited one of my favorite writers, Robert Caro's five books, starting with The Power Brokers and then the four volumes on Lyndon Johnson. I thought his book was exceptional. Will Power Doesn't Work was also another great book that I just recently read. And now I'm listening to Black and White, the story about Sammy Davis Jr., I have two dogs. I walk them constantly. They need a lot of exercise. I'm a fat guy. I need a lot of exercise. And books on tape really help me as I walk the dogs and I can get into a book. I really enjoy it. Hi, this is Dr. Tom O'Brien, and I am the author of You Can Fix Your Brain, one hour a week to the best memory, productivity, and sleep you've ever had. I wrote this book because there is so much information that if people knew some basic tenets, they would realize that the way we are living our lives today are the primary culprit in the diseases that we're getting. And we're getting so much more disease from Alzheimer's to Parkinson's to depression. I mean, it's a horrible statistic to hear that over a third of all our children in the United States are taking medications for anxiety or depression. That's just a horrible thing to hear. By taking medications, we don't fix the problem. This book is about taking the medications when you need them, but going back what we call upstream and figuring out why has this developed and addressing those triggers that set it off. If I had to describe what it was to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be focused. It's very difficult to record an audiobook. I do many presentations on stage to doctors, and sometimes they're eight hours long. It's not difficult at all because I can move around, I can look at someone new, I can add a new thought. But when I'm reading a book, when I'm reading my book, every word of every sentence has to be focused. This was the most difficult brain thing I've ever done, to read my book and do it in a way that hopefully people would understand and embrace the concepts that I was describing. I guess I would say I'm proudest of this narration because of the dedication and because of the last paragraph. The dedication is to my granddaughter, and she died three times during birth. She was a premature birth and multiple brain bleeds, and now she's two years old and just feisty and inquisitive and brilliant, just wicked smart. And that's possible for all of us, to be on the edge of dysfunction or fully immersed in dysfunction. For her, it was survival. Your brain regenerates, and if you learn how to create the right environment, you regenerate healthier cells, younger cells, more functional cells. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, 
I would cast my mentor, Dr. George Goodhart, to do the book. Why? Because he captured people in his talks. He gave examples, he gave visuals that people would understand the message behind the words. I've only listened to one narration in the past, and that was with Ben Kingsley, and he was quite remarkable at that. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.